Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Thursday Travel to Larry series with the Sequoia Tourism Council. And we love Tulare County. Tulare County is in Central California. It's home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, Sequoia National Forest, Giant Sequoia National Monument, all kinds of public lands, like places like Cahuilla Oaks Preserve. It's a beautiful area to go take a nice stroll. It's right outside Visalia. There's Lake Success, Lake Cahuilla. There are just, it's just beautiful. All kinds of amazing agricultural and historical communities are in this valley region. And um, if you want to taste California, Tulare County is your place. So I encourage you to go to the website, discoverthesequoias.com. Today's show, we've got three special guests joining us to talk about what we can experience at the end of summer. I should say the end of spring. I don't know. I'm just, I want summer now. Uh, the end of spring and in through early summer going towards the end of summer, I suppose, but really now. Uh, so go to tularychamber.org to meet Donette. Donette Silver Carter is here. It's been a little while, Donette. How are you? I am doing great. You know what, Lisa, it's a beautiful day. I was taking a stroll through downtown Tulare today and the weather is, it's that chamber of commerce weather we always joke about. So uh, it's a beautiful. It's I even introduced you with your website. You know, that's how, you know, I'm like, hey, everyone needs to go and learn about Tulare. Uh, also go learn about Visalia. Go to visitvisalia.com. Have I got that right, Suzanne? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Yeah, nice to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you absolutely did get it back. And Donette's right. This is gorgeous weather. And looking at your backdrops on your uh, on your um, behind you, it looks fantastic. It, you know, spring is here apparently for California. We're not in California today, but I think we all want to go roll around in that field of poppies behind Denise Alonzo. Uh, <laughs> she's got this amazing photo. Denise has been on our show numerous times. Uh, Denise is from the Sequoia National Forest and Giant Sequoia National Monument. And her website, or the forest website, is fs.usda.gov forward slash Sequoia. Everyone, if you just go to Dis com, you'll get to everybody, all the communities we talk about, and the parks and forests. So welcome back, Denise. How are you? Thank you. I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing good. So like, okay, so is it really happening with those flowers? Like we're seeing this on Facebook groups and is this going on? It is happening. And come see wow. it before it shrivels up and dries out because it's starting to dry. I can start to see some of that green grass is turning brown on those sun exposed areas. So now's the time to come and visit us if you want to see the fields of beautiful wildflowers similar to the one right behind me. So this is really more in the foothills region, right? That people can yes. go to. Yes, the foothills around the lake, Lake Kawea, Lake Success, uh, the foothill area around there and in the lower country, such as around Three Rivers or Springville or California Hot Springs, those areas are just covered in fields of green grass and wildflowers of all different colors. Oh, wow. And that's a good place to go even in summer, right? Uh, just oh, go absolutely. cool off and get out there in the water. I, I hear that you like to go fishing out there. Absolutely. I was just floating around in my boat on Lake Success yesterday morning, and we fished our, 
our hearts away, but unfortunately didn't catch anything. But the, the lake is really high right now because of all the runoff. So the both Kauia and Lake Success are very high. So I'm afraid those fish have a lot of place to hide. They didn't want to bite my hook yesterday. I was just saying, I thought that maybe you were having a big party on your boat and being too loud for the fish, you know, that's, you know, maybe that's what was going on. But, but that's something interesting to say, because we do know, obviously, um, you know, that your region has gone through a lot. We've had what a couple really crazy wildfires over the last few years, and now flooding um, the water. California is happy about the water, but it has not been easy. And so, you know, we, we don't want to hide around this fact and reality, but the reality is also, so parts of the parks and forests are closed, some are open, um, but there's also so much to still experience and do. So I'm so glad all of you are here today and on the previous show and that we're doing this every month so people can really realize all that, you know, the whole region of Tulare County has to offer. And Denise, um, in that, like we're saying, the foothills are open, there's horse rides, there's wildflower walks and things like that. But people can go up to the Grant Grove. Uh, so you can actually go still experience what is Sequoia country. You can go experience the giant Sequoias right now. You certainly can. Yes, the Grant Grove area up in Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks is currently open. And so you can drive there in regular vehicle and park at Grant Grove and go visit the General Grant tree. There is limited campgrounds available this summer, and I just anticipate, plan your travels when you come see us this summer. Uh, some of the roads uh, getting into some of these areas will be closed because they were washed out during the rain, heavy rains that we had in March and April and since December. Uh, so just plan ahead, but there's still lots of things to see and do on the, in the National Forest and in the neighboring Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks. Yeah, and definitely in the communities, there's tons of hotels. I mean, we've got Donette and Suzanne here, and I think you guys are like the haven of hotels um, when it comes to lodging in, in the Sequoia region. Three Rivers, I know, has a ton of Airbnb kind of style rentals. There's cottages. There's all kinds of things. But let's go to you, Donette, um, to start off with. You guys have tons of hotels, and this is because you have the international agricultural festival the big tractor festival you have these huge i mean the world comes to celebrate agriculture uh, at your doorstep pretty much indeed they do lisa and that is our um, world ag expo which we just had in february plan ahead come visit us next year in february uh, you can always plan that this will be the place for you to come to bring your valentine because we always cross over with valentine's day and it really is a fun celebration of agriculture and so much learning and great for the entire family. And there's so much to do, as you mentioned, Lisa, when you come into our region. So we definitely have lots of hotels available. So if you're not the camper type anyway, not everybody wants to camp out, um, but you can still go up. You can see the beautiful sequoias. You can visit the trees and you can stay in Tulare or you can stay in one of our other communities that have wonderful accommodations to offer and a lot of amenities uh, here in Tulare. If you're a shopper, like I always tell you that I am, uh, you can stay and stay and shop a lot here in Tulare. We have a wonderful outlet center. It also has some local flavors there. A uh, great, um, really upscale movie theater that's pretty awesome. I was just there last week. 
and a lot of other things to go to. We have our Tulare Historical Museum. Very soon, they are going to have a special Portuguese Heritage Month celebration going on starting in oh. June. And we're gonna have wonderful displays. Of course, uh, many of the Portuguese settled in this area in the early 1900s and the Portuguese population has continued to flourish. Um, I'm one of those too, when my great grandparents came to the region and just looking at the history that we have to offer with our museum here, with the museums uh, throughout our region, there is so much to learn about. I love history and I love looking at community history because every mm -hmm. community has something different to offer. And as you mentioned, a uh, year round, Lisa, anyone can pop over to the International Agri Center and we have a wonderful display of antique farm equipment. The kids love to go there because there's also the Ag Ventures Learning Center. And by the way, there's no cost to go to those. You can just come over, bring your family. There's great hands-on learning for your children. They can climb on tractors. They can go operate their own little farmer's market and check out the vegetables. The equipment even beeps. It's fun. There are little we mini like the they can sit on and, and watch videos about ag milk, a cow, kind of a fake cow, but lots of fun. And there's just so much to do um, in our communities that are all gateways to Sequoia National Forest, Giant Sequoia National Monument, and of course, Sequoia National Parks. So come visit us. I think what you bring up a really good point of their shopping. There's golf, by the way, amazing oh, golf yes, all golf. throughout the county. Um, you've got swimming pools at the hotels too, so you can splash around. But I would say, you know, Sequoia Kings Canyon National Park, Sequoia National Forest, and the Giant Sequoia National Monument have always been very family oriented. Obviously, there's the you know, the the real outdoor adventurer that gets out there too and does the wilderness areas. But this is really a family destination. And I think for families that are used to coming every year, don't stop coming, change up your itinerary a bit and experience something new. And I think mm -hmm. you were talking about the cultural history. It's something Nancy and I really treasure about Tulare County. Uh, you took us to a Portuguese bakery and I learned so much about the Azores and, oh, you're drinking this coffee. And I was like, oh, yes, I am awake. I may have driven for miles and miles to get here, but boy, am I awake to buzz around Tulare County I, and I'll never stop. That coffee kept me awake for days, literally. That's good coffee. I, I hear you. I know exactly how that goes. And you know what? I, I do think that's great is we are such a melting pot of so many different cultures. And one of the things that's great, you have, you know, your various different locations. You can go any time of the year to experience those cultures, different restaurants. We actually just opened a Brazilian steakhouse, um, which is a wonderful new venue here. But you can also go to the many events that are happening. So I really encourage people to check out, uh, you know, our Discover the Sequoias site because you can look through our visitor guide. You can look at what events are planned or go to our specific websites for our various different partners. So you can be in the know. I know when I go to other communities, I love to explore what is happening in those communities and um, see what's out and about. So mm -hmm. there's so many different things that we get to experience. So come on out. I also should mention, if you are a racing fan, we do have Thunderbolt Racing. 
So you'll want to go to the fairgrounds and we can um, send you to their website too for Tulare County Fair and check out when the races are happening and other special events cool. that they host at that site. So come visit us. There's, again, there's so much to do. I want to make sure that, you know, not all of our communities can always join us. So we all try to help out and, and chat about everything everywhere because there's a lot of commonalities. And one of those, Lisa, is murals and public mm. art. And I know there are a lot of fans of public art all, and we have all kinds of exhibits to oh, offer. Oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I know that's one of your favorites when you um, and Nancy come and Priscilla, you like us the to sock make- monkey. Yes, we are visiting all of the murals and they are throughout our communities in Tulare County and the Sequoia region. So you can do your own self-guided mural tour and learn about the history of the region. I love it because the murals, not only are they employing artists, which is a, an important thing, but they do tell the story. I mean, so many of the murals in all the different communities showcase the parks and the forest. They showcase, hey, here's the first newspaper. Like, you know, Exeter has that. And, you know, it's like you go to, you've got like the downtown one in Tulare, Visalia, you guys have, you know, the, the Sequoia trees. Porterville's got more showing the Sequoias as well. Like, so if you want to feel like you're in a forest, you can also go in the downtowns and hang out. The, and listen, we're in the world of selfies. I do not do selfies. That's why we have a sock monkey. You know, people are like, will you go take a photo of you, you and Nancy here? And I'm like, no, no, we have sock monkeys. Um, <laughs> they do, they do, they're far more photogenic, but other people who are photogenic love to do the Instagram, you know, things. And I think that's something that uh, Tulare County has, and it can be a treasure hunt for kids. And I think it's a really good way of kids getting on board of the travel planning experience because you are so family friendly. Um, you know, when you go to Visalia, for example, we're talking about, you know, cultural heritage. Visalia's agricultural museum really shows there's that one, you know, this whole hall showing all the different cultures that have come together in Tulare County to grow all the kinds of foods. I mean, what is it, 200 crops or something crazy you guys do? And then there's, you know, dairy on top of it. There's fishing, you know, because Denise will go do the fishing for everybody in the lake, you know. Um, but Suzanne, it's like, you've got all these museums that are family friendly, telling the culture. But I think even what Donette's saying with these murals, kids can get involved with planning and go, hey, let's go find this one and that one. Yeah, um, and even beyond murals, I was just thinking um, for little kids going through um, down Main Street here in Visalia, um, all the fire hydrants are painted in a particular oh, that's theme. cool. And so we have a little brochure they can go and try and find all the ones that, um, you know, are fun for them and take a picture with the with the fire hydrant or the um, one of the newer um, murals is the Welcome to Visalia Um big mural that's a definite you know must do when you're here in town so I think this county has a lot of great art um, and a lot of great museums um, that they can tool around and see depending on what they're interested in if they are um, you know with little kids heading to like Donette said to the um, Ag Ventures or to the Imagine New Children's Museum here a very hands-on very um, a very um, exploratory for kids to hang out and play. And Fun. in fact, they're opening up their and adults 
and adults, sorry. Yeah, exactly. And adults, um, they're opening up a new exhibit called the shield and it's super, super fun. They have, um, like half a police car that kids can sit in and, and, um, you know, drive the police car. And there are some other things that I won't, I won't, uh, say now, I don't want to ruin the big reveal, but it's going to be a really Ooh. exciting new exhibit. Yeah. Really fun. That's exciting. Um, I want to touch on also about Visalia. I know we, we touched on it before, but I think this is something really important to talk about in tourism. And uh, I know, Denise, you want to probably step in on this for when some of the forest areas open up, but being accessible. Oh, well, Grants Grove trees up in, in Kings Canyon National Park is accessible. So there's accessibility to travel, but I think that it's so good to see communities come together to be accessible for the travelers, but it's really about their community being accessible as well. And what I've seen with Visalia, you guys have become accessible for those with autism. So can you explain a little bit about that so people can understand what that means? Um, because I think we still don't all quite understand what autism is. And, and I, I will not say that I completely understand it either because it's very individual for each person. But um, Visalia has started an initiative a couple of years ago to become a certified autism destination. Um, so, um, you know, 40% of our hotels are certified autism centers and all of our key tourism um, attractions here in town are also certified autism centers, um, meaning that 80% or more of their staff have undergone specialized training to understand what autism is and really what autism isn't. And so that is a real, just a step forward in um, helping families that maybe haven't traveled before because of the challenges they face, or they're, you know, afraid that, 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 um, you know, staff won't understand um, what they're going through. Um, and now they are at least, um, you know, willing to help and understand a little better so that those families can feel safe and secure coming here and, and confident that they'll be welcomed when they come to travel. So um, the National Park Service has done a really great job with accessibility. They have a great accessibility guide and have some videos online um, that um, have different um, areas of the park that address varying needs for people. So um, how do you camp in an accessible campsite or, um, you know, a person might have um, sight limitations, but there's Braille that explains what the view is that they're oh, looking yeah. at. So it really expands what people are able to do um, in the park so that, you know, truly it's, um, you know, an area that all are welcome to come and explore. So, and I think a lot of the museums have done really good museums have changed since I was a kid. I mean, in museums that were like, don't you touch a darn thing. you get your hand knocked off, you know, kind of thing. And now museums are like, push this button so you can hear this person even talk or even move. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I say, I don't care what age that to me is still exciting. Um, it, it's fun. And you go in and, and to have this interpretation and museums have really used um, digital technology in a way. And I think we're only getting better and better at it. Denise, I, I wanted to touch on the forest because I know that things, you know, with, with the recent flooding and fires, things are changed a little bit, but the forest um, also works really hard to uh, make places that are accessible. And I remember uh, the Trail of the Thousand Giants, that is also pretty accessible once when it's open, obviously. Yes, most certainly. And I just got an email pop up that uh, the road is open to the public between California Hot Springs and Johnson Johnsondale. So 
we're getting started and uh, we've got people hard at getting things wide open to Trail of 100 Giants because that is oh, 100. One I gave you a thousand places. giants. Sorry. Well, we have probably you know. a thousand trees up there. <laughs> giant sequoias. But uh, yeah, so Trail of 100 Giants is an accessible trail. The trail is is fairly flat and it's got a hard surface on it. So those in wheelchairs or with walkers or strollers are able to access and see the giant sequoias along the edge of that trail. Can I ask you this, Denise, as a, as a ranger, forest ranger, and going out, because I know you you take people out too, and you've, you've obviously, if you have any kind of forest or park service, you know, outfit on, you're going to get the world, you know, asking you questions. Oh, yeah. um, but when you see someone that may be blind or deaf, or in any kind of, um, access, you know, when we talk about accessible disability, right? Go into a park and, and you know, I've had this conversation with our friend, Joey Stuckey, who's a musician. I think Donette, you've been on the show with him. He's a blind musician and he he's just in DC right now, even uh, working with audio technology for the, uh, the blind. And um, it's amazing because he's a sound engineer and he's got to push all those buttons. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that because I'm like, I can see and I don't know what to push. But, you know, but when you I sometimes think that if someone is has a disability of any type, that it kind of gets like shelved of them going to a park space or a public land space. Like there's a fear of them being outdoors and people may be scared to take them out into the wilderness kind of thing. So when you or out there in the field, have you seen people go out there, maybe blind, being able to just even enjoy the sounds of nature and feel that energy that comes from being out in peace and solitude and in that net, you know, that beautiful natural feeling you get. I I call it the natural high when you get out, where you're you're in you're like rejuvenated and at the same time you start to calm down, which is a very the only thing you can get that from, I believe, is nature. But that's my belief. But you know. I think if maybe you know you can't see you can smell that much more so you know if, if some of your sensory organs are not functioning 100 percent, i mean i have a stuffy nose and i can't smell but i can see you know a lot of the flowers but those who perhaps can't see the flowers can probably smell them very very well mm-hmm. and even you know they, they all have different smells just mm-hmm. like they all have different colors uh, some people don't see colors so you know i wouldn't shy yes. away from visiting uh, the local area because just, you know, because you have a, you know, something that isn't working perfectly. Um, I, it's safe. It's safe Mm -hmm. for people to go up and visit these areas. And there's lots of opportunity to stay in the local establishments and, and eat at the local restaurants. We treat everybody Mm -hmm. equally. And, well, yeah, you, know, you guys are we, friendly small towns. I know Visalia and Tulare, you guys are cities, but it, I'm sorry, you don't feel like one. <laughs> uh, you know, it just doesn't. And people are, you go into a bakery, people are going to welcome you and want you to taste things. And then you walk out like, I need to buy something. I just tasted like the case, you know, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it is, I think that that's the beauty about going to places like Tulare County, each community you guys are all connected very much in agriculture and the natural beauty that you have, right? But there's a very big strong of community and there's a very big strong sense of family um, and history. And when you go in these museums, you'll get that. But I feel like I actually really want to say, go to the museums. Like that should be one of your first things in a way. 
Um, and, you know, whether you have a disability or not, I think that the museums really interpret. Dinuba has a really cool um, uh, depot, old depot that you can go into that museum. You can go tasting in the agricultural areas, tasting peaches at Naylor's farm. You can do uh, go to Ivanhoe and hang out with farmer Bob. So I think people really work with you in your area. Well, and one of the other things I wanted to mention is at the Tulare County Museum, um, they do have a very large um, collection of woven um, Native American woven baskets on display. And so people can really explore the indigenous people in this area, the Wakchumni oh, yeah. and whatever. Um, there's a lot of, um, you know, things to explore there. And then at the end of May, um, the Wakchumni will be hosting their um the uh, Go Native cultural events. And that's a really hands-on event held at the Kauia Oaks Preserve where they um, have drumming and um, demonstrations on how they do their crafts and opportunities for people to, to do it themselves, to learn how to, how to weave and, and um, you know, some of their other um, games that they have. They make these um, walnut shell dice kind of a thing. Um, oh, cool. So that's a lot of fun and food to eat that's, that's um, you know, they call them Indian tacos. But what a great way for people to really immerse themselves in, um, you know, indigenous culture and to learn more. It takes the museum outside and into nature. And it really just has a great combination of things. So um, that's a really wonderful family-friendly event. And it doesn't cost anything to go to unless you want to buy, you know, a couple of street tacos or, or um, whatever. So a lot of great events and things that, that around here that, that go hand in hand with, um, you know, things in the museums and exploring them outside and um, the free art, like we were talking about the murals across the county, um, you know, just really a, a great way for um, families to, without spending a lot of money, really just explore um, a whole region and, and the people that live here. And get a lot of good food too. But she said dice, Donette. So I wanted to ask you about the casino. Okay. And then I was going to touch too on, on ag. So um, we are so excited. Eagle Mountain Casino has built a brand new, beautiful casino site. And um, they are, they used to be up on this mountain, but they're now down on the ground floor located in Porterville and very easy wow. access from most all of our communities. I had the chance to visit during their soft opening last week. It is fabulous. You have all the fun gaming action that you could be seeking, but you also have a lot of eating and drinking opportunities too. So they have a tap room there. So they have all kinds of wow. tap. They have their steakhouse, um, their tap room restaurant. They have their yogurts, um, coffee, which I love it. I actually will recommend the peach tea. And in that little uh, venue, they also are featuring Stafford's famous chocolates. Ooh. So, you know, if you don't get a chance to make it to downtown Porterville, which you should, there's lots to see there. You can also, if you're visiting the casino, you can grab your Stafford's there. So uh, just ooey gooey bars. Ooey, I ooey the ooey bars gooey. And they have the little ones to the little ooey gooey squares. So if you don't want to tackle the full ooey gooey bar, which you know what, we're going to have to have I Rob Taylor on sometimes so he can talk to us about that because that's a really great uh, place to visit when you come in. You can actually watch them making the chocolates. Something else that I think, especially with it being spring and summer, we see all of our farm stands are open. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have our farmer's markets, of course, that are happening, but also you're going to find all kinds of farm stands as you are driving throughout the community. So cool. 
your fresh produce, fresh fruits. Um, you're going to have all kinds of nuts available. So, so much to go and visit. And of course, we recommend, you know, you hit Plano Jerky when you're in Porterville. Uh, we want to say uh, when you're coming into Tulare, Rosa Brothers, I just had a chance to chat with Donette shops, by the way, y'all, just in case you I didn't know. know. <laughs> I shop and I love sharing the great information about Tulare County. My heart is really in this community and there's just so much to do. So you want to go for those fun experience, go do some milk tasting, go grab your ice cream and all the other local goodies they offer there. I know Visalia has a similar uh, location. Um, what is the name of your store, Suzanne? I'm forgetting it. You can get all kinds of local products. Oh, natural, naturally nuts. nuts. Yeah, naturally nuts oh there you gotta you go because go, you get listen i just read this thing um on facebook this morning about people feeding their dogs peanut butter which we do like if you want to give medicine or you put it in the kong when you're gone to work especially now a lot of kongs and peanut butter are going on but we're finding out that there's a lot of xylitol being put in peanut butter now which is not good and can actually really harm your dog and xylitol is that uh, uh diet sugar or whatever you want to call it and so it's not real sugar and that hurts your dog and your dog could not do very well. So I'm just saying sometimes when you go for plate, like when you go to places like Tulare County, you can get real peanut butter. You can go to naturally nuts and he'll actually show you, he'll make almond butter. He'll, he, he, Priscilla got a lesson on nuts when we were there and, you know, and he, he made butter, I, real butter. I kind of feel like, um, you know, I'm not going to, I, you know, going to Disneyland has this experiences going to some of the other parks and things coming into small communities have their own experiences too. Um, and some have rides and activities happening as well, but even without the special events, just looking for those experiences that you can have and the memories that you can make with your kids. So sometimes I think we, we need to look beyond the obvious and go back and say, hey, I really want to experience um, small town America. Even if I live in a small town, I go to another small town because I want to see what the experiences are there. I want to see what their cultural and arts offerings are. Uh, their shopping, of course, you know, we've said that. And, and just look at agriculture. I have people all the time that come and say, hey, where do we find the cows? Because we want to see the cows. And of course, if you are here during the week, Come visit the Tulare Chamber because we have a full. I was going to say you've got a cow. Now, Jenny is here and she absolutely loves um, doing selfies. So come and visit her; she'll be happy. We also have a beautiful Olympic wall outside on our building on the west side, which um, features um, gold and silver medalists that are here in our community. And you're going to find veterans honors throughout um, mm. with public art, with um, murals, all types of things. So, And we have um, historic airplanes that are located that you can go and visit in our community. And helicopters. There's yeah. a helicopter in Porterville. Yep, yeah. helicopters. You've got, um, you can eat on a restaurant, the taco, flying taco. Um, you can go visit Taylor's Hot Dogs in Visalia. Um, you can golf in Dinew, but you can go to all these communities hey, with so much to offer. What, what was going on with Taylor's Hot Dogs? Last time we were there, there was a line just like crazy. And Nancy and I are standing there going, there's no way we're getting in this line. I mean, Taylor's Hot Dogs had this, I think we were right at lunchtime. Oh. And this is, 
but like your downtown is like festive it is like you know i love downtowns that like you guys have that in tulare portoville has it x i mean it's real downtowns that we're missing in life because we've all got into this convenience of everything being delivered and i just want to say can we go to go to tulare county and get a get a get a grip <laughs> i'm just gonna rent a little go get like get get back to what what is good and wholesome like you go you'll see like an attorney's office next door to a restaurant and you know you need to go to the taco place and get a margarita if you're going to the attorney you know you need to do the margarita after maybe before too but like you have all of that kind of um a real real true sense of community the small town america like you're saying you have the all american highway going through as well um i do want to touch on flower power um woodlake has the amazing gardens uh out of bravo lake area i know uh, from the views i've seen it it's like it they're they're managing with what's happened water wise um so there's woodlake gardens uh, rose gardens to go check out and definitely check websites before you go on and everything but um Suzanne, you were saying that there's wildflower walks too. And I know Cahuilla Oaks Preserve has got to be beautiful right now. Yeah, Cahuilla Oaks Preserve is beautiful. Um, but a lot of the foothills are, um, all of the water wildflowers are in the foothill areas. And um, this Sequoia um, Parks Conservancy, who is the um, nonprofit educational and fundraising arm for the National Park, will be hosting um, uh, wildflower walks um, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays through through May. Um, it's uh, two o'clock in the afternoon, and they'll take a guided hike through the the um, foothills with some fantastic wildflower viewing and a little commentary along with that. So, um, great awesome. way for people that you know um, we see sometimes um, images of people sort of stomping all over the wildflowers and and kind of ruining the area so it'll be nice to have a guided tour with someone who is knowledgeable and, and knows how to protect the environment so um, that's mm -hmm. a great opportunity for people to explore in the foothills and and be able to see california's amazing wildflower um super bloom that's happening right now that's awesome well thank you ladies for joining us again uh visit visalia.com uh you can go see suzanne she's right downtown right just go knock on the door and say you want to go to have a margarita next door you know <laughs> she's got margaritas all downtown if you go see donette and tulare go say hi to jenny the cow get a selfie and then uh, she's got all kinds of good restaurants and by the way go to hazel's and get cookies i'm just saying uh so tularechamber.org am i right it's about the cookies right donette you know what they are fabulous there and uh yeah great and great food too and he usually has a little shopping available so all your vices in one See? spot. There you oh, go. Oh, she's happy about that. Uh, and Denise, uh, thank you for joining us again. It's always cool. And um, if you want to go fishing, call Denise. She'll go. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, again, for the Forest Service. I have to read this one. fs.usda.gov forward slash Sequoia. But again, everyone, the main website is discoverthesequoias.com. We cover the Sequoia region every first Thursday here on Big Blend Radio. So keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you, ladies. It's always a pleasure to hear about the area. And we can't wait. We'll be back through at the end of the year. And um, we'll have to see how your snow is going because you never know, you know, what's going to happen. So have an awesome uh, beginning. Uh, well, I was going to say beginning of summer, end of spring. You never know. Thank you. Great to see you, everyone. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.